Today's Happy Healthy You podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash happy healthy you. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman, and today on the podcast, we're talking about a great subject, courage. If you're feeling a little fearful, you're going to love this podcast. But first, I want to give a little shout out to my friend Debbie, who sent me a message, and she said, Connie, are you still doing those podcasts? And I was so excited that she was even listening. So thank you, Debbie, for listening. And yes, we are still doing the podcast. Every Friday, the podcasts are on my website, which is ConnieBowman.com on the Happy Healthy You page. And we're also on iTunes and Stitcher and a few other podcast landing pages that I don't even know about. And also on the Happy Healthy You Facebook page, if you give us a like, then you will... Uh, it will show up in your uh, newsfeed, I think. So <laughs> however this works, um, we show up. Yes, Debbie, we're still doing the podcast. So thank you for listening. And thank you to anyone else out there who happens to be listening because I'm just so excited if you are. <laughs> so today on the podcast, I have a very special guest, Kiana Miner. I, I spoke with Kiana uh, about a month back, she has produced a series, a webinar called Crazy Courage. And we had the most enlightening conversation. Um, so I'm going to bring Kiana in. She started out as a licensed massage therapist, energy healer, and sound therapist. She studied all kinds of different healing modalities around the world. And she was also a senior corporate communications consultant for Fortune 500 companies. And she uses this experience and and her healing work to help people develop their I don't know what would you say what do, what do you help people develop Kiana I would say I help people develop their connection to their inner self and and their outward expression of that self. Yeah, yeah, and their purpose. Thank you yes. so much for coming on the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. We had such an easy time talking on your Crazy Courage series, and I just enjoyed it so much. And when we found out that we actually lived close, right. we I figured, why not? Why not mm-hmm. do a podcast? Because because mm-hmm. and courage is such. I I mean, I felt like we could have gone on and on and on. Oh, I totally felt that way too. Yes. Gosh, so, what inspired you to produce the Crazy Courage series? Well, it's kind of funny. Crazy courage has been my mantra for such a long time. Um, whenever I sort of need the courage to overcome and a uh, challenge that's put in front of me. Crazy courage, crazy courage is something that I've said to myself for a very long time. So a little while ago, um, you know, as you read from my bio, I've done so many things and I I wanted to know what was next for me. What is the next thing that I should get involved in? What what is my next purpose? What's the next thing that I needed to give to the world? And so my intuition or whatever you want to call it says courage. (laughs) And it's funny, I actually wrote um, kind of sketched out a, a book about courage maybe about a year ago. So I thought, okay, courage, you know, it needs something else though. What else does courage need? And I started listening to that song, Happy by Pharrell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that song. Of course. And so the first That's line is, um, the first line is, it it may sound crazy. And I was like, crazy courage. 
marriage. Yes, that is something that I want to give to the world. And so then it just all started flooding to me after that. I was like, I want to talk to people. I want to find some of the most courageous people on the planet. I want to talk to them and tell their story. And I want to give stories of crazy courage to people because I've always loved stories. And I think stories are a great way for us to learn about life, to inspire ourselves to act in new and different ways, new and courageous ways. So that's just sort of the long story of how it came together. So Yeah, and I yeah. love that you say the, the uh, most courageous people on the planet. Wow, I'm, I'm pretty uh, honored to be among those. But <laughs> one of the things I love about it mm -hmm. is that some, some of the people that you interviewed are, are just kind of normal people. They are normal people. But and go ahead. I'm having sorry. overcome extraordinary things. They or, have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And, you know, honestly, when I say the most courageous people on the planet, I'm not putting them above anybody right. else. I think we all have that inner courage. And I think that they face some of the most courageous circumstances that we have to face in, in life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think people think of courage as, you know, going to war or just doing jumping out of a plane. But it's our everyday lives that need courage. And that was the purpose of the seminar is that Every day we need courage. We need the courage to forgive. We need the courage to let go. We need the courage to do what we were meant to do in the world. So every day requires courage. So it doesn't always have to be this extraordinary thing of, you know, jumping out of a plane or something like that. It could be as simple as just showing up mm -hmm. in our own lives. Yeah. So, yeah. And some days that does require a lot of courage, doesn't it? <laughs> I was going to ask how you define courage, but I think what we talked about in, mm -hmm. in my, I loved the conversation we had because we talked about courage as being, coming from that root word, cur, which means heart. Yes. yes. And, you mm -hmm. know, it really is all about the heart, isn't it? I, mean, I would you, agree. Yeah. Definitely think. And the funny thing is my middle name is Mtima, which means heart. Really? Yes. <gasps> so apparently this has been a part of me for quite some time. And um, I do, I think that, you know, like I was saying, a lot of times we think of courage or le even leadership as, you know, as, I don't want to say violent, but as masculine, as mm -hmm. a very masculine energy. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's time for us to, to rethink that because the heart and sort of things that are considered more feminine are very strong, are very courageous too. And so when we move from our heart, I mean, that takes an enormous amount of courage yes. to keep your heart open and to listen to your heart and actually follow your heart. It does <laughs> In take... today's world, yeah, yeah. That, that is courage too. Absolutely. So, yeah. And you did some of that in your, you talk about this in your intro to mm -hmm. the Crazy Courage series. You kind of stepped out when you were, yes. when you were sort of searching for your next thing. Mm -hmm. You stepped out and you, um, well, you, you talk about going to Ghana because you said oh, yeah. that that was a turning point for you. And mm -hmm. then the trip that you and your husband and your daughter took also. So talk about that and how that yes. sort of got things going for you when you were questioning. Okay. Traveling has always been a really important part of my life. Every time I travel to a new place, I interact with new people, um, listen to new stories, it, it takes me out of my comfort zone and sort of sets me on track. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so um, a few years ago, I went out of the country for the, well, I'd been to Canada and the Caribbean islands, but I really went out of the country, out of the continent. And I traveled to Ghana with two friends of mine. And at the time I was working in corporate America and I felt very comfortable. 
um, financially was doing very well and I was just really comfortable, but I wasn't, it didn't feel like I was on purpose. And so I traveled to West Africa for two and a half weeks and it was just, it took me way out of my comfort zone. There were times when I couldn't speak the language. Um, there was a time I remember we were traveling um, up the coast of Ghana and it, it took us longer than expected to get to our destination because we had to travel on gravel road. Yeah. And so that took, uh, you know, it took about three or four hours longer than we expected to get to our destination. And we ended up having to stop in the middle of nowhere. So imagine I'm in this country where I don't speak the language and we're stopping, trying to find a hotel and um, there isn't a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> There's one resort and the resort was booked. So we end up having to stay. Our cab driver was like, oh, I know a family you can stay with. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> what are we? Right. Where are we? Into? Exactly. And so, you know, we didn't have a choice. The cab driver was like, well, I'm not taking you, you know, anywhere. It's too late. I'm not taking you anywhere else. There are no there are no um, street lights or anything like that. So he's like, I'm not taking you anywhere else. So you're going to have to stay here. So we stay there. It's a room with cots and um, there's no running water. It's literally in the middle of sort of, you know, a very wooded area. And I was like so afraid. And they invited us to come out and have dinner with them. And they cooked us dinner. And I looked up at the sky. I had been looking down, you know, so afraid the whole time. And I look up at the sky and it's just filled with stars. Mm -hmm. Is this the most beautiful sky I'd ever seen? And I'm from the city, so I'm used to pollution. Right. <laughs> and so when I look up, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we're in this so this place is just so amazing. We're in this beautiful place. And I started talking to people. And I talked to this one guy who had been to over 20 countries around the world. You know, he traveled to New York. He'd been to different countries in Europe and Asia. He'd been everywhere, you know. And I asked him, I was like, well, you know, what makes you come back? What makes right. you come back here? And he was like, this is home. Just look up. This is home or whatever. And it, so anyway, that's just one of the amazing stories I heard during that trip. And it really just made me want to feel alive all the time. You know, mm -hmm. I felt so alive then, even though there are moments of fear, even though there are moments where, where I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, something horrible might happen or it really was just the fear that came up as I was leaving my comfort zone. Right. And as I continued, you know, throughout the trip, there were so many instances where I did bump up against my comfort zone and I had to expand. And when I got back, I couldn't be small anymore. I wanted to expand, you know, mm. like I kept thinking about just looking up at that sky and I just wanted my life to feel that vibrant and that alive all the time. So you know, I came back and it wasn't like an overnight thing, you know, it, right. it took some time to kind of figure out, okay, well, maybe I should do massage, maybe I should enroll in school. And it, it took a couple of years before I, you know, I actually quit my job, but eventually I did and, and just haven't really looked back since. So yeah. it's what been a an life amazing changing. journal. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, I was on, I uh, was working for a couple of days on a shoot and, um, for some reason, this the term, that's such a first world problem, kept coming up. We were talking about stupid things like, I don't know, right. uh, I don't even know, something about like getting a parking ticket right. or something. Right. And, and somebody would say, that's such a first world problem. And mm -hmm. I'd never heard that term before. Right. But what a great like a framework. I mean, mm -hmm. such a perspective when you go to Ghana and you've, you don't have running water. And you, right. You sleep on a cot. Right. But yeah, you look up at the stars. I mean, it's it's so 
mind expanding to put yourself in that situation where you're in a totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how about your trip when you took two months off? I mean, so many people, I think, dream about doing this. Mm-hmm. My daughter just went to a wedding and they, the husband and wife got married and she was a nurse mm-hmm. and quit her job wow. so that they could travel for two months. And I said, wow, that's really courageous because, mm-hmm. you know, most people wouldn't take that much time off and, yes. you know, give up the income and, yes. like, the fear of not being able to find a job when you come back. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they did it. And you That's did it. Awesome. Talk about how that uh, changed, changed things for you, too. That, you know, I was, it was interesting because I was in a similar situation. I'd taken the leap and became a massage therapist. And I love massage. And, you know, I still do. I still love the healing arts. But, again, I was, I got really comfortable. And um, I was starting to feel sort of that, that uh, shaking up feeling of, I think there's something more I'm supposed to be doing. And, but I, I had my clientele, I had a regular practice, you know, I finally had broken into a space where I was making great money and um, I was in a comfort zone again. So my husband and I, we actually had just gotten married and we were just, we were wanting an adventure. (laughs) We were wanting to come alive again. So he wasn't really happy with the work that he was doing. I was feeling the itch that there was something more. So we decided, you know what, let's just take some time off. Let's just take time off and be together. You know, our daughter was um, a year, a little over a year at the time. And so we thought, let's just, um, Let's take some time off and, and explore ourselves, explore this new relationship that we have, explore our family and explore what else is out there for us. So he quit his job and um, I let go of my massage practice and we actually rented out our house. So we didn't have anywhere to live for a little bit. <laughs> we ended up staying with my mother-in-law for just like a month, um, just until we got ready to travel and um so we didn't know what, what we were going to do when we came back, but we just knew we, we wanted to go. And so we we booked a trip to Costa Rica, and everyone told us we were crazy, yeah. <laughs> which is usually how it goes, which is why crazy and courage belong together. But, um, yeah, everyone told us we were nuts, but we just felt it was something we needed to do. So we took a month. We went to Costa Rica for a month, and we actually started out in this um, healing place, the Farm of Life, which is an amazing place. It had the most beautiful views everywhere you looked. It was in in the mountains in Costa Rica and everywhere you looked, it was beautiful. And I remember being there with my husband, my daughter thinking, shouldn't this be life? You know, like everywhere you look, there's beauty. Everywhere you look, there's, there's, you feel gratitude for the beauty that you're beholding. Um, and I thought, well, gosh, I think life should should feel like this. Of course, there are times of challenges and there are times, you know, where there are things we have to overcome. But just to behold beauty, you know, just seemed like such an important thing that we should hold dear. So, yeah, that was an amazing trip. And I was so grateful that we got to take my daughter because, you know, prior to us taking the leap, I was journaling a lot, and I started a journal for her um, when I was pregnant, just of things I wanted her to know about life. And I would journal, you know, that I wanted her to know the beauty of life, that I wanted her to know her purpose, that I wanted her to know who she was, because the world can get loud sometimes, and sometimes it can drown out, you know, our inner voice. But I wanted her to be able to hear it, you know? I wanted her to 
feel courageous enough to feel led by it and to be guided by it. And um, I do think that that process of journaling made me think, okay, well, putting it in a journal is nice, (laughs) but how else is she going to know if I, if, if I don't live this, you know what I mean? So at a certain point it was like, okay, well, I have to live this in order for her to really understand it. So I'm so grateful that, that we did take that, that leap with her because, you know, I think so many times we feel like when we become parents, we have a responsibility to give our children the status quo, you know, to give them a level of comfort. And um, I'm not saying that that's not important, but I think we should focus more on like security than comfort. You know what I mean? Like the security that we love them and that we're always going to be there for them, but not necessarily the comfort of a cul-de-sac with, (laughs) you know, with um, with just modern day comforts necessarily, you know? Like I think sometimes we have to be willing to let go of that in order to step into our purpose and show our kids how to take a chance on themselves so that they're not as afraid. So yeah, that was a life-changing trip too. (laughs) That's really inspiring. I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet the stars in Costa Rica were- were Oh my goodness, the nights we didn't want to come inside. We just wanted to be outside outside. all the time. But the the farm that we stayed on, um, they had, there were edible plants everywhere and edible trees. And the couple who started it actually were from Atlanta and they took a leap and started this healing space in Costa Rica. And um, it was amazing. Just my daughter was able to like pick collard greens off the, you know, off the land and eat it. And we could just spend our evenings outside just with each other. And yeah, it was, it was amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. I was, I've been listening to uh, Wayne Dyer's uh, Wishes Fulfilled on my Audible Mm -hmm. audiobooks, which is our affiliate sponsor. So if you happen to like audiobooks, as I do, you can, um, you can Go to our Happy Healthy You Facebook page and get all the information for getting your free audiobook from Audible. But anyway, I'm listening I love to Audible too. I know, yeah. I know. It's um we have an affiliate sponsorship. So awesome. if you go to Audible slash Happy Healthy You, you can get a free your first one free. But I'm listening to it and he said he dreamt of being a writer mm-hmm. and people just told him he was crazy <laughs> and and I know how it is also my daughter is a, mm-hmm. an actress uh, and she's been on Broadway and oh, nice. but the road there, you know, we had family that says what's your backup plan and she's like I don't have a backup right. plan and she's young and she's tenacious and I love right. that mm-hmm. that she has that courage and it's kind of mm-hmm. there's it's crazy it, it is, is crazy. a little bit crazy yes. and it's definitely a leap of faith and when you talk about the comfort zone getting out of that comfort zone and the fact that you were able to be clear enough to listen to that little mm-hmm. nudge that said okay mm-hmm. time to get a little uncomfortable right my grandfather used to say be aware of the path the dangers of the path of least resistance mm. because yeah we could just go through our lives with we that could, without yeah. shaking it up a little bit right so what did you learn from your series on crazy courage tell us tell us some some of the nuggets of beautiful wisdom okay you... i gosh i've learned so much this series has expanded me in so many ways when i first decided i was going to interview people I had no idea who these people were. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I didn't even have a website, actually, um, when I decided to. I had a website, but not dedicated to, you know, Crazy Courage, right? So um, everything, but everything came to me as I needed it. Mm -hmm. So that was probably one of the 
greatest things I learned was that I didn't need to know the whole plan. And sometimes I can be a bit of a type A personality. You know, I worked in corporate America, so I'm used to, okay, we, we plan ahead. Right. <laughs> we have the whole plan for the next year. You know, my everything in my life was planned like that. My finances, my, you know, everything. Sure. You know, I was used to having a plan. And with this, all I knew was I needed to put out stories of courage into the world. And um, there were even skills that I had to learn <laughs> within a couple of hours in order to be able to do this. You know what I mean? But every everything I needed was provided as I needed it. And I think that's how life is, you know, like yeah, we may not yeah. get the whole roadmap. No one, you know, no one's going to sit down and say this is exactly how it's going to look. So now you're prepared. And I think that that's a limitation that stops so many of us mm -hmm. that. If it's not all laid out, if I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, um, then then I don't want to start. And a lot of times we have to start not knowing. And so that was a huge lesson. And one of my speakers, um, Dr. Danielle Dowling, she said she gave an affirmation that was just so beautiful. Um, I trust myself to figure it out, that everything is figure outable and that I trust myself to figure it out um, was her affirmation. And that struck me so deeply because I thought, yes, you know, no matter what, if we trust ourselves, if we trust that no matter what we come up against, we'll be provided an answer, you know? And, you know, I'm very spiritual. So whether you say God or the universe, whatever that, that thing is that's greater than us, it, it provides and we're, we're safe. Even if we're not comfortable, we're safe, you know? So, um, yeah, so that was that was a huge thing. Um, I think another thing that I learned is that that we need to stretch ourselves, <laughs> that we do need to stretch ourselves, and that even if we're not necessarily comfortable when we're trying something new, that the new things are what make life worth living. You know, it's the new things that bring us the excitement and the inspiration and the the joy <laughs> sometimes um, when we're trying something new and we're figuring out who we are and what we're capable of and we're exploring new lands. I think that that exploration is just human nature. You know, we don't there's a certain part of us that wants the security of knowing what's next. But there's also a part of us that I think a lot of times we suppress that wants the adventure, that wants spontaneity, that wants newness. And so um, this has I've been exploring so many new parts of myself that it's been pretty amazing so that's another lesson that that I definitely hold dear yeah and the awareness when these when these opportunities or or ideas come mm -hmm. in the awareness that oh maybe this is and and the courage to take the leap and mm -hmm. and and do that I actually had a couple yeah. things happen to me since we oh, talked awesome. let me tell you a couple things that scared the <laughs> you know what out of me right. And okay, the first thing was it was not long, like maybe a couple, maybe a week or so after you. I haven't done theater mm -hmm. in a while, and okay. my daughter's been doing it. I've been doing on camera and voiceover mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I haven't done theater in a while, and I had the opportunity to perform. Ironically, my daughter's mm -hmm. going to be at the Kennedy Center doing Evita okay. in the month of October, September, October, and um, great show. Go see it, Kennedy Center, Washington D.C. But 
I have not done theater in, Mm -hmm. gosh, since she was in high school and starting to do plays. So, you know, close to 10 years, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I had the opportunity to perform at the Kennedy Center because somebody dropped out or something and they needed somebody last minute, which is the only way I probably would have done it. So, again, it was provided for me. Right. And so I said, okay, what is this goddess, God? (laughs) And so I did it. And it was the most, and I I was scared. I mean, it was like, and it was kind of like relearning some stuff I knew mm-hmm. so I did that and, I, and how amazing. ironic that she's at the Kennedy Center and I that, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is so then the second thing was mm-hmm. I was meeting um, a, a PhD who works at um, a local hospital who's starting these new programs for, for the college the University of Maryland mm-hmm. on thanatology which okay. is the study of helping people grieve and oh, wow. um, for health, you may be interested in this for healthcare people and clergy and okay. people who work in hospice, helping people mm-hmm. grieve and assist the dying mm-hmm. in their transition. Okay, and because I think people, we don't we don't have that information out there. It. I mean, we have Elizabeth Kubler Ross who wrote the mm-hmm. book years ago, but there's not a lot out there, there on isn't. that subject. And mm-hmm. with an aging population, it's probably so. Anyway, mm-hmm. I sat down with her and I met with her, and she's telling me about this class, right. and she's so excited about it. And I, I was kind of, that was rolling around my brain. Maybe that's something I, I should, because I had, did have an experience and I feel mm-hmm. like I sort of overcame the grief, the grief of mm-hmm. losing a daughter. So um, a couple days after that mm-hmm. meeting, my friend who's a priest uh, asked me to officiate at a funeral <laughs> and uh, someone I didn't know, right. a, a woman, it was, it was mm-hmm. kind of textbook. She she okay. died. She was 74, died of natural causes. And, oh, okay. you know, I didn't know the family well. So it was there was nothing personal about it. But okay. I, again, fear. Mm-hmm. Right. What? But but the surrender, the and we had just talked about that mm-hmm. surrendering to mm-hmm. what comes in. So and maybe true. maybe there's something there for me because I, like you, feel mm-hmm. called to a healing, mm-hmm. sort of a healing ministry. And mm-hmm. um so I did that That's two awesome. days ago, wow. and it was scary, but it right. really, you know what? It wasn't. There was so much grace there, and it was it was mm-hmm. really an amazing experience amazing. to walk this family through this and um, help them. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, hmm, okay, what is that? So I'm open right. to receive whatever information. Right, right. So That's I think, amazing. did you find that amongst the the interviewees? I have, yeah. They've told, um, they, it is a common thread. Yeah, after they were interviewed, and I, I can't even begin to explain why, <laughs> why that happens, but I think maybe just opening up and telling your story has some type of power mm-hmm. and maybe sets things in motion. I don't know, but yeah, a lot of people are launching... Um, um, I, I had Dr. Pam Howard. She was one of the speakers, and she talked about a new opportunity to launch a project that she's been working on for a while. So there seems to be momentum from it. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's kind of stepping into or have been given opportunities to step into something new. So I think that's pretty awesome. And yeah. there is that that um, that energy that that happens when people come together yeah, to, uh, I mean, even just you and I, I can feel the energy. Mm-hmm. Like right. Yeah. Sitting yeah. Here. <laughs> Almost yeah. can touch it. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah it so, so real. tell us about the next phase of crazy courage, which I think a lot of people might be interested in because, you mm-hmm. know, things do happen when you set this ball in motion. Yeah. Tell us about the next phase. So I've, um, I just love crazy courage, but I've received a lot of testimonials from people saying that they are, you know, one woman 
let me know that she was going back to school. I have another woman who started applying for law school. She's always dreamed of being a lawyer, so she's going that route. I have another person emailed me to say that she um, was just accepted into a program to learn aromatouch, which is a healing mm-hmm. modality. And um, so I have a, I've received so many testimonials. I thought, well, gosh, I would love to extend this type of sort of energy of motion to everyone who's participated in the series. So for the last couple of weeks, we've been listening to people talk about courage and we felt inspired. And I feel like now it's time to act, you know, it's time to kind of bring that into our own lives. And so the next step after the the interviews actually end this week, um, and then there'll be an extended week to, for everyone to kind of catch up if you're, if you haven't listened to all of them. It takes a while to listen to all of them. I know yeah. I'm not quite finished. But, yeah, but. yeah. And you know, I think everyone is exactly where they need to be. Some people are, you know, going along with the schedule and have been listening every day, and then others have been tuning in when they can. So um, I think everyone's right where they need to be. But the next step is, like I said, incorporating these ideas into your own life. And so I'm doing a 10-day Crazy Courage Challenge. And during this challenge, I'm going to be providing tools and um, worksheets and um, ideas to help people incorporate courage into their own life. So everyone will choose something, some courageous act that they want to do, um, you know. And large or small, I'm sure, right? I, large or small, but yeah. something that they can move toward now. Mm-hmm. So I would love it if people choose something large, but don't choose something large if you think you're going to procrastinate and it's too big <laughs> yeah. to 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 start with, you know, if you have to choose something small, that's okay. Right. <laughs> we can choose a small step now and we can lead up to the larger steps. So large, if you feel like you can move toward it in the next 10 days. So yeah, if you um, go to crazycourage.com and just make sure you're on that email list, um, you'll receive communication and yeah, we're going to we're going to be crazy and courageous together. So <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so you're really taking yeah. it to the next level. Yeah. What would you say to someone? Because I know there's a lot of anxiety and fear mm-hmm. out there in the world. This is a crazy world. We live with terror mm-hmm. threats and all kinds of reasons to be fearful. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say to someone who is perhaps in that place? Um, how would you inspire them to step beyond that and um, try to try to get to a place of courage to progress I think um yeah like you said this world is there's a lot going on in the world that 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 we can consider sad or unfortunate um there's a lot of change going on right now and there are a lot of reasons for us to stop there are a lot of reasons for us to be small you know to to kind of hide away and kind of just go along with what we've always what people have always expected of us or what the ways in which we've limited ourselves. There's a lot of reason to do that. (laughs) But I think, I think it's also a time where the world is begging us to be bigger. Even though it's easy to be small, I think it's more fulfilling to be bigger. And bigger, like I said, doesn't mean, you know, doing something extraordinary right out the gate. But I do think that the small things are extraordinary. You know, being in the line at Starbucks and saying hi to the person behind you, forgiving that friend or that family member that you thought you could never forgive, stepping toward your purpose, even if it's a small step. I think that those are the steps, those are the courageous moves that makes the world 
come alive. And um, a lot of times we think, you know, we think of people who've come before us, you know, Gandhi or Martin Luther King or um, Mother Teresa. We think of them as, as these larger than life people that we can't emulate. But the truth is they just took small steps and they had big faith and big courage and they were willing to step and step according to their faith and their courage. And so if we just open our hearts and step according to what's in our own hearts, it encourages other people to step with open hearts. And if we can open one heart at a time, <laughs> then the world will be different because the world is made up of individuals. And if we can each just have the faith and the courage to open our own hearts, we can encourage everyone around us to do the same. So I think that that's what that's what could change the world. Oh, so. You should run for president. <laughs> <laughs> Peace on earth. Right. On mind. That's your platform. I love that. That's beautiful. So, so a little bit of courage creates encourage encouragers and the ripple that effect of, of even saying hi to that person in Starbucks. You never know what that just is. Just a smile. Yeah. You just, yeah. you never know what, what someone's going through. And, you know, I know we probably have to wrap it up soon, but just really quickly, um, I did want to say that there were a lot of things during this series. I talked about the positive aspects of it, but there are a lot of things that happened during the series that, that made me think, well, should I be doing this? Should I stop? Really? And really? Yeah. Actually, um, right in the beginning, toward the beginning, the beginning of August, my um, father-in-law had a heart attack mm. and he did end up passing away. Mm. So we ended up having to travel to Atlanta for the funeral and, you know, in the middle of you know, definitely being there for my husband and my family, I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. And it's funny, we were traveling to Atlanta and I actually left my cell phone um, at the airport, <laughs> which oh. I feel so naked without yes. my cell phone. <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. We all do. And um, so I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a sign that I shouldn't be working on this. You know, I felt so guilty. And I was like, this is a sure sign because I do everything from my cell phone. I'm emailing people that I've come across their story or their website. I'm emailing them for interviews and, you know, doing so much working on the website for my cell phone and, you know, all the wonderful things that technology can provide us. And um, I left it there. And so I didn't get it for like four days later. So for four days, I was kind of offline and I wasn't able to do anything. So I thought, okay, surely this is a sign. But during that four days, I was able to do to pretty much focus on my family the whole time and to help them, mm. you know, with the healing process and everything like that, help them with some of the details of the funeral. And when I finally got my phone back, I had all these emails from people saying, yes, I want to do the interview. And so taking that time away just to kind of focus on what was in front of me and the unfortunate events that, that happened to that I had to deal with. To them. be present, yes, yeah. yes. Taking that time away in no way threw me off track. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was still able to to give them that time and then to continue on. Mm -hmm. So even if we have to stop or pause temporarily as we move toward our greater purpose, it doesn't mean we have to stop. Yeah. You can do take the little steps that you can take, have the courage to say, you know, a lot is happening in my life. And maybe there are lessons from this that I can offer to people. Maybe, you know, maybe. I need to pause right now, but I can still think about it. I can still take small steps to, to accomplish what I need to accomplish. So 
And trust that even when we lose our cell phone, perhaps that is our soul setting us up for something grander and bigger. Right. And for you, that was being with your family at the time. It was, so yeah. being surrendering, as we talked about in true. my interview, surrendering <laughs> to what is, because there are certainly things that happen in our lives, disease and mm-hmm. death and, yeah. and, you know, things that can can facilitate a grander purpose for all of us, but we don't true. often see it yeah. at the time. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So for more information about you and the Crazy Courage series, give mm-hmm. us give us the way to find you. Sure. Um, the easiest way is just go to crazycourage.com. When you sign up, you'll get access to these amazing interviews. And when I say amazing, when I talk to these people, after the interviews, I was just beaming <laughs> mm-hmm. from the stories that everyone told. So these interviews are just, they're life-changing. And so go ahead and sign up there. And once you're on the list, you'll receive communications about where we're going next. So Cool. Maybe you yeah. should get us all together in a, in a room, that wouldn't would we? Like, awesome. Yeah, I know. We probably, fun. the energy would just be amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. And do you have a Facebook page as well? Yeah. The Facebook page is um, Your Crazy Courage. That's Your the Crazy page. Courage. Yes. Yeah. Your Crazy Courage. Awesome. So, yeah. Kiana, thank you so much for traveling a few miles down the road to come on the podcast. <laughs> it's so awesome. ironic that you moved from Atlanta and now we're really close. Yeah, so, that's so amazing. I'm looking forward to staying in touch and, you know, who knows? what courageous thing we'll do together now. <laughs> I know. So, so thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Happy Healthy You. And just for you guys, the Happy Healthy You listener, Audible, the awesome audiobook people, are offering a free 30-day trial to give you the chance to check them out. I always have about three audiobooks going at once. I listen when I'm driving. They're great on long trips, when I'm running, or just hanging out at home. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash happyhealthyyou. Hey, you'll also be helping support this podcast. So thanks.